Hello all, this is JC3 from Is This Real? Do you want to start your own podcast? Then look no further than Buzzsprout.com. We here at Green Hour Media use Buzzsprout, and we love the team at Buzzsprout. They are all about helping you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Follow the link in our show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 paid Amazon gift card if you sign up with a paid plan and help support our show. Join us and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout.com to get your message out to the world. Tuning in from the angriest man in the land studios, I'm Ryu West. Green Arrow Media presents Is This Real? We're going to be talking about La Llorona, a.k.a. The Crier. Welcome, 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 everybody. And uh, thank you for that intro this week, Mr. West himself. Sober West this week. We got a sober West. Uh, as usual, JC3. Uh, we got Dad in the booth back with us this week. Dad, welcome back. I'm back, and I'm yeah, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, okay. As you heard, Mr. West, as usual. Okombawa. Uh, Roblox. Roblox on. Hey, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? So, today is July 1st. And this will be put up on July 4th. So, America's birthday. America's birthday. Happy birthday, America. America. Uh, So, this week's episode, as Mr. West said, we are talking about La Llorona or La Corona or whatever the fuck you want to say. Just say the crier. The crier in English. That would probably probably be the And, um, you know, we have touched base on her before. We are talking about the movie in our Conjuring Universe episode. Oh, yeah. Which I think. Both of you were there, or I think maybe just Josh was there one episode, you were there the other episode. I, I think know, it was something like that. I no, know. I, I think we all made our first like debut as us four during the Conjuring 2 episode. The Conjuring 2, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we didn't really touch on her too much in those episodes, actually. Well, we didn't like go deep into her lore, but we talked about the movie. Well, I think we said like one sentence about Excuse her. Me. Well, <laughs> we, we, we try to get him to pronounce the name right. Yeah. So we're talking about the lore, the actual, uh, the folklore that uh, is, I guess, uh, Central American, I guess you would say. It stems from Mexico. Southwest. Same shit. I think they got one different in, 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 yeah, in a lot of part, every part of South America. Even into like, you know, Mex- uh, I'm sorry, uh, New Mexico, you know, just across the border. I think there's a lot to it. And well, yeah, it's basically her. Or, I mean, we'll we'll get into it in a couple of minutes, but her her lore is more like the a line of the weeping woman or the woman in white. Yeah, I was about to say she's like very she's very much like the uh, like the woman in white in, yeah. in most American. Uh, yeah, you know, the woman in white is more about you know uh, bride and you know shit like that getting she killed like, on what, her wedding night. I thought she was a hitchhiker. Yeah, because she was she was a hitchhiker got hit by a car on her wedding night. That's at least the lore I heard of the woman in white. Uh, this one, as we will read, is more about her children and what she did to her children. So, <clears throat> um, the mythology behind La Llorona. The legend has a wide variety of details and versions. In a typical version of the legend, a beautiful woman named Maria marries a rich ranchero or conquistador with whom she bears two children. One day, Maria sees her husband with another woman. 
and in a fit of blind rage, she drowns their children in a river. No, why which, the fuck would you do that? It was okay. a blind. It was blind madness. Madness. Blind rage. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. When madness. I tried to drown one of my four kids, they got pissed off at me. Okay. Okay. First of all, we cannot put that up on yeah, air. Yeah, but you didn't marry your rich ranchero, my nigga. That's true. That's true. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she immediately regrets. Uh, unable to save them and consumed by guilt, she drowns herself as well, but is unable to uh, enter the afterlife, forced to be in perjury and roam the earth until she finds her children. In wait, another wait, 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 wait. Perjury or purgatory? Purgatory. Sorry. Not perjury. Sorry. She didn't lie under oath. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I can't read, so fuck off. I'm the one drinking. Hey, I have one bottle down already. I have one okay? beer. I've had like four shots, bro. Yes. In another version of the story, her children are illegitimate. Welcome to the alcoholics hour. <laughs> well, we have the granddaddy of alcoholism. Right okay, here. first of all. Anyway, uh, in another version, version of the story, her children are illegitimate, and she drowns them so that their father cannot take them away f- uh, to be raised by his wife. Recurring themes and variations of La Llorona myth include white dresses, nocturnal wailing, and an association with water. Uh, the mother archetype of La Llorona has been tied to patriarchal, pat- whatever the fuck, expectations of women and Mexican and Mexican-American culture by several authors, historians, and social critics. Social critics often consider Mexican and Mexican-American culture to enforce patriarchal standards unto un- women, such as defined as- by their roles as mothers. Uh, La Llorona's failing, falling into the trope of an evil or failed mother having either committed infanticide or having failed to save them from the drowning uh, can be considered a reflection of this. So, this bitch killed her kids in either a fit of rage because of uh, cheating or because they're not her kids and she doesn't want the father. Well, let me ask you this. Is there any documented evidence that this woman actually existed and or is this just a fable that's passed down through the years? I think it's a giant fable. Right, um, but again, it goes into the because yeah, that's it's a very it's a very um, vague name. Just it's Maria. Yeah, no last name, no nothing. Like, but I, like I said, it goes in that same type of folklore as the you know the weeping woman or the woman in white. You know that type of everyone, every area of the country has that type of folklore. Like we have one over here. That's the Annie Road. It's the same type of shit. Oh, really? Yeah, you never heard the story of Annie's Road? Well, I, I know of Annie's Road. I didn't know the story of Annie's Road. Okay, so, uh, Dad, you know most of the story, but this is now, uh, not Clifton, um, New uh, West Milford? No, it's actually it's actually in um, Totowa, Totowa, New Jersey, if, you know, and people. It's actually, the real name of the street is Riverview Drive, and it, the, the legend has it that um, this woman got out of her car um on this road on her wedding night and for whatever reason was walking struck my car and she was killed and she forever would haunt haunt it now again you know i can from my own personal experience i've never seen anything i've never felt anything i mean yeah you know and one time i ran out of gas on annie's road like two in the morning Oh, and shit. I had to walk past the cemetery by what myself. What were you doing out at and 2 o'clock bl- in the morning, sir? And a blinding listen, snowstorm. Listen, listen. You don't ask these questions. So that was pretty fucked up. But I, you know, I put the 
the hat over my head. I kept walking. You know, you know, you think you hear this, you think, but I look around. There was nothing there, and it was walking in pure darkness because there's no lights on that road, which adds to the creepiness, of, the creepiness of it. But yeah, that's that. That's that's the legend of that. And <clears throat> I mean, I remember the first episode. Just random as hell. This story just reminds me of the first ever episode of Supernatural. Yeah. The pilot episode. The pilot episode is exactly that. It's uh, the weeping woman. And that's what I'm saying. It's uh, it's a it's a tale that, uh, you know, everybody talks about. Everybody knows. Uh, obviously, the, the movie made tons of money. It was a it was an OK movie. I, I didn't really. I don't think uh, I, I don't think I remember watching it. It was a typical horror movie. horror movie with jump scares and everything like that in the Conjuring universe. But again, it's it's one of those things that you have to sit there and you know really think about because again, it goes into you know a legend of America and stuff like that. Is there people that actually have seen this woman? That they're claiming to have seen her. There have been a couple sightings. Um, I'm looking for them right now, actually. Josh, I know you have you're on a page. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, if you want to read that while I look for, uh, I don't know if it's the same type of shit that I was talking about, but uh, essentially, there's the. I mean, unfortunately, there's really not much. It, basically, the same thing you said. You know, like no one really knows where the tale began or where it origin uh, where it originated from. Um, the sources all have the same common thread. Unfortunately, there's not really people who say they have witnessed it. Um, but there is a, apparently there's a report or part of the folklore is that not long after her death, her, her, oh God, I can't talk right now. Sorry. Okay. Gather your thoughts. Her restless spirit began to appear walking the banks of the Santa Fe river when darkness fell. Now, a little tidbit to add to that for people who don't know is that um, she drowned, well, like you said, she drowned her kids, and that's mostly where her spirit uh, would stay around, and the tale grew more famous because parents would actually use that to scare their kids and to... Not so much as making them behave, but yeah, as to make sure... It's definitely a behavior thing. Yeah, it, it kind Oye, of... Oye, mijo, puertate bien o yo te voy a llamar la llorona. Basically. Um, Whatever the fuck that said. <laughs> basically, to have their kids come home before dark. It was, you know, to be protective, but also, like, you know... To, spur- uh, to scare them. Yeah, to scare them. You know, a little bit of a obedience thing to make sure they come in. It's one of those things, That's like... Up. Yeah, it's one of those things, but it's just, like, the same thing as the boogeyman. Boogie, 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 boogie. Yeah, yeah. Boogie, or, boogie. or a monster under your bed or something like that. You you know what I mean? It's one of those tales that have some common things. This reminds me of, like, Bloody Mary because it's just, like, it's one of those things yeah, that... it's a folklore. Like, it has so many different varieties and different stories. So, we're going to take a short little break right now, um, and then we're going to come back and actually I have a couple uh, reader stories that I'm going to read to you guys and we'll uh, debate whether or not we believe it or not. That's what I want. All right. Are you looking for a vinyl LP or cassette tape, 45 RPM? If so, you've come to the right place, Golden Space. We have thousands of titles in stock and ready to ship. Call us at 862-336-2275 or go to our store at discogs.com backslash seller 
backslash golden spins backslash profile. We can find whatever you may need. We proudly accept PayPal and every major credit card. And welcome back. So before we went on break, I said we were going to talk about the uh, a couple stories I have about La Llorona. I have to say it that way just to get it out. That's correctly. fine. You're not really saying it that wrong. Just continue. <laughs> I didn't ask you, all right? You can say the crier, the weeping woman, or the whaler. That just sounds like I'm calling her fat. She's a whaler. I mean, it just sounds like she hunts whales or something. Okay. Um, so I have a couple of reader stories. This one is from Brian in Colorado in October from October 2008. Hello, Brian from Colorado. Hello. Um, Lalia Yarona woke me up once when I was camping at Indian Falls Rapids on the Yampa River in Colorado when I was 15. I walked with her to a cabin, and there was a man in a bed. All I saw was his foot, but when she yelled at me to run, I did. If I didn't smash my toe on on a rock, I would have run off the cliff into the Indian Falls Rapids. (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) I saw an article in this month's Mountain Gazette about her and looked her up on the internet. My experience was 21 years ago. Okay, now wait a minute. He walked with the spirit to a cabin... Did they speak along the way? That Does just sounds skip? like this is just what and, 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 and did, now. What, what was the last part of that? Uh, all I saw, uh, he saw, a, you know, he went to the cabin, saw somebody, uh, saw a man in a bed. All he saw was his foot. But when she yelled at him to run, he did. Uh, talking about Brian now. Uh, he goes, if I didn't smash my toe on a rock, I would have uh, run off the cliff into the fall, Falls Rapids. We'll be back after a quick break. I'm Howard Dory. And I'm Jess Dory. And we host Plotting Through the Presidents. We take deeply researched, deeply irreverent dives into the myths, mysteries, and scandals of the men and women who shaped America. Join us as we dive deep into topics like... The undeniable ribs of Aaron Burr. The what now? And the odd feeding habits of everyone's favorite founder... John, John Adams? Adams. Subscribe and follow Plotting Through the Presidents now to plot along with us. Find out more at plodpod.com. I got one from uh, okay. from Texas, if you want me to read that. Yes. All right. So this one is McAllen, Texas. Uh, La Llorona sighting. Wow, I'm over, I'm over here talking like these guys. What do you mean, these guys? These Caucasian guys. I don't know how to speak <laughs> Spanish. You racist bastard. Thank you. Um. So, okay, quote. This story was related to me by my longtime friend Isaac and his buddy. The story goes back to the year 1986 during a hot summer night. That night, my friend Isaac decided to go fishing with his buddy to the reservoir that is located to McAllen Miller Airport, Texas. Um, in spite of his parents' permission, they went anyways. Behind his parents' back, they took all the fishing gear and packed it in the trunk of, of Isaac's mom's car and secretly got in his mom's secretly got his mom's car keys and took off with his friend. Back then, a lot of teens went to party at that reservoir during the night and made an opening through the wired fence. Well, Isaac and his friend got there without problems and gained access to the reservoir since there was a big opening through the wire fence. Del, you just said that. Um, the un- they unloaded everything and they started to fish in the middle of the gentle and calm night. All of a sudden, a white mist started to form in the middle of the reservoir and Isaac stared at the white mist and gave the form of a white silhouette. 
A few seconds later, Isaac's eyes made out a woman floating in the water, gliding in the air with a white dress soaking wet and flowing black hair. His friend snapped and ran out to the car. Isaac just froze in terror and couldn't move a single muscle. His legs wouldn't respond to him. All of a sudden, they both heard the blood, the blood curling scream. Ay, mis hijos, donde están mis, donde están mis hijos? Oh, my children. Where are my children? Okay, just to, thank you just to translate. Thank you, thank you. Um, and the specter got close to the edge of the water. Isaac snapped out of it and ran to the car, got in, and punched the gas pedal as soon as he could leave out of there. When they got home, all shaken and scared, they realized they forgot all of the fishing gear. But since they were too scared to go back to the and retrieve things they just let them get lost isaac told me that their lives were more were much more valuable than all those replaceable things but one thing for sure they vowed never to return to that place again this place is located between bicentral bicentennial boulevard going to the plaza mall on the right hand side it's all I, i have no idea where this is at this is like somewhere in texas um the right-hand side, it's fenced all around the lake. Maybe a curious or a brave one might go and explore that place during the midnight just to see if La Llorona still roams around those waters, unquote. The guy, the story is by some guy named JC. Well, thank you, JC, for that story. Illustrious story from 1986. Mike, again, I have another question. <clears throat> has any has this woman supposedly have hurt anybody else? Uh, you know, when they see her, or is it something? I have that- not heard any stories about that. I mean, I don't think if they did, we wouldn't have the story. If she did, we wouldn't have the story, I'm assuming. Yeah, I understand that. But, the, you know, is any other kids have gone missing? Well, I know there's there's stories of kids gone missing that are blamed on her, but I don't, again, they're not proven. Right. Okay. It's more of a just, uh, uh, you know, little Susie's gone. La and, Llorona took her. And, yeah, in. in like she she floated away in the river, and they found her. They found the child in the river a couple of days later, and then, you know, not to be depressive, but this uh, is all a uh, uh, a scenario that doesn't yeah. exist, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I'm over here like, um, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so I have a, another story. It's called a Kansas tale. Uh, recently, while working as a copy editor for a newspaper, I came across a wire story about La Llorona. That brought back memories of what happened to me while I was a student at Kansas State University in the early 1980s in Manhattan, Kansas, and led me to your website where I read more about the legend. Uh, One evening, I went to a mobile home that I seem to remember being uh, near a creek or a river to visit a couple of my friends who uh, who also were attending K-State. As I walked into the door, I found them sitting on the sofa looking somewhat freaked out. They explained that just moments earlier, one of the barstools was spinning and hopping around. As they were Mexican-Americans, they wondered whether the, ya- the La Llorona had anything to do with the incident. They explained the legend to me as I had never heard it before. Uh, they would invite me to stay the night in a spare bedroom, which I did. Later in the night, a woman appeared to me laying next to me in bed oh, and, asked, no. <laughs> and asked if I would know where her children were. Nope. It seemed that while I may have been dreaming i was half awake then i fully awoke and looked up toward the doorway just in time to see a dark figure seemingly looking at me and then quickly ducking back out of the doorway right then uh right then that left me too scared to go check and see if that was one of my friends checking in on me perhaps to see why i was talking in my sleep or something 
I went back to sleep and waited until the morning to ask them if either one of them looked into my room during the night. Neither one did. So to this day, I did not know whether I really did experience a supernatural, uh, supernatural visit or if my dream and mind played tricks on me. Submitted by unknown name and unknown city. Well, it's a Kansas tale, so it's somewhere in Kansas. Well, she's talking about back in 1980s, so. Oh, it gets to me that this fucking thing seems to get around. Yeah. Now you're in Guadalupe, now you're in fucking Texas, and then you're, you know. They Kansas. Gotta, it's like all over the place. Kansas, I mean, you know. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe it could just be the same spirit, just in. Or it's a spirit that can transform itself. I mean, we've heard that before, too. Yeah, but if it's. Yeah, a, but it still, but it still falls into the same category of it being a woman in white with black hair that's asking about her children that's asking about her children near a body of water no i get that you know that can be that can literally be anywhere you know the funny part is i can go to the Pasig river right now and that shit probably could fucking happen (laughs) i mean i doubt that with all the pollution but you know we're gonna blame pollution pollution i'm gonna blame pollution and that's the cure right there to stop every supernatural entity pollution so you got to destroy the earth to just stop these spirits. So so we are pro-pollution on Is This Real Podcast. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Open up them coal mines, boys. Uh, but you know what those, uh, to, to get back to the story that you had before, you know what those guys did, which is the right thing to do? They didn't fuck with that shit. It ain't fuck with that shit, bro. They see, My man was petrified. He said, yo, fuck that fishing gear. My life is more important. It's... You know, it's funny, though, because you have all these stories that people may have seen, may have this. They didn't know if they seen it or not. It's no, like, again, with most of the stuff we have done this season, it's, it's you know, no concrete evidence of it. No, you know yeah, I mean, I mean it's, 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 really, it's really hard to just say that this, is, that this is real based on the fact that it just comes from an, ind- it's an individual thing. It's not like there's not, like, a series of patterns that happens with this. Yeah. So, I know, um... We're going to take another little break. I know Josh has a little more tidbits about La Llorona, so we will be right back. Where, Josh? What do you think? Hey, how you doing? You like movies? We like movies. You like music? So do we. And books, and video games, and television. We are Multimedia Mafia, and we like to discuss all of those things. And we drop a new episode every single Wednesday. So come check us out, or a couple of guys from Jersey's gonna pay you a visit. And we are back from break again. Uh, so I know Joshua, Mr. Roblox, I know you have a, a little more tidbit for this little case that we have here. Please. Um, yeah, it's explain, uh, Lucy. Well, it's a little bit more about like locations. Everyone says the Southwest. And one of the ones that did pop up um, that I saw here is that there was a one Patricio Lugan. Uh, He reported that when he was a boy, him and his family saw the spirit on a creek between Mora and Guadalupita, New Mexico. Their family was sitting outside talking. They saw a tall, thin woman walking along the creek. She then seemed to float over the water, started up the hill, and vanished. Um, They reported that they went to get a closer look, and she reappeared and then disappeared again. And obviously, the family was looking for footprints, and they didn't find any. So for them, they had no doubt that the spirit was La Llorona. Um, And it seems like 
at least the origin, maybe because of where it was and history, it seems to be at least the earliest uh, tales were all being reported by Hispanic people. Um, Southwest region, and one of the main ones that keeps popping up is Santa Fe, New Mexico. So I've also seen a lot of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah, no, no, no. It, well, it basically is New Mexico is like the origin. At yeah. least that's what it seems like from the earliest uh, reports of people saying that and where the folklore probably came from. So I'm not going to sit there and say, like, this is 100% real. She really is there. It could be people just experiencing it, but there might be some uh, fact, I guess you can say, of it starting somewhere. And then spreading some type of truth. Yeah, some type of truth. Oh, it could have. It, what it could have been an aspect. Yeah, what it could have been. It it could be that an, an accident did happen, and then from like word to mouth, word to mouth, word to mouth. Yeah, you get like it telephone. down history. Yeah, exactly. It just it spun into what you see now, and then people who do experience these ghostly things, if you know they do experience these ghostly things. Um, correlate it with these stories because yeah. again it's all these stories that i'm that, that we're reading on here it's woman in white dark hair wailing yeah it's talking always, about children shit like that yeah so, it's always at night and yeah. it's always by rivers yeah for some for some strange reason like the um, if it's south if it's southeast southwest going towards mexico it's la llorona but if it's up north or anything it's just the weeping woman or the woman in white. So yeah. it's just, it's like essentially literally the same type of. Yeah. Like I said, entity. every region of the country, like I said before, has a weeping woman or a La Llorona. Yeah. You know? At least for this one, because of the fact that it's more Hispanic based, uh, that type of a folklore. Um, it's basically, like we said, all throughout the Southwest. And apparently it's been reported as far as Montana on the banks of the Yellowstone River. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it gone that far up. Well, I mean, if you look at the... Hey, she's looking for her children. They could be anywhere. <laughs> well, true. If, if, if you look at the folklore of, of at least the Spanish, you know, lore or the Hispanic lore, if you want to, you know, call that. It, ghosts with Hispanic lore, it they go deep. Like, you're talking about, like, like voodoo and, and... Well, that's not Hispanic, but... Um, that's more of, like... Eh, I mean, you can say witchcraft, you know, witchcraft and stuff like. There's a yeah. lot of. You also got to, you know, you got to understand that back in the day, and these people in these countries, you know, particularly South America, didn't have much. You know, the countries were they, the the country would rip them off. They'd have no money, you know, and so they would latch on to these stories that brought them comfort. And how does this story bring you comfort, though? Well, it brings okay, you comfort a- in a situation where. You could talk about it to your neighbor, and you're all in it together. You well, either, it, yeah, you share the story, you probably experienced it, right. and you find comfort knowing that you're probably not crazy because someone else had a similar and, experience. Right. And like you said before, it goes down to you know scaring the children, especially with something. I, I think it, it, it goes to the the uh, the culture too because you can, if you scare someone with a you know a, a, a lore. That with I guess with uh, which is in your region or your like culture, it gives you a little bit more of a, a scare. I'm guessing because like you know if uh, I don't know if you guys because you guys are both Hispanic if if your parents ever you know threatens you with a ghostly tale or something like that to try to straighten you out or some type of shit like that. But 
Like you could always, there's always, I've heard stories of people say, you know, if you do this, the whatchamacallit will get you shit like that. You know, that goes within the culture of which, you know, a lot, every culture. Yeah, yeah, there's has. A, there's That's what I'm saying. Like there's, you know, we're, we're Irish people, you have people talk about leprechauns and. Well, we can ask that real quick. What about you, Eric? Did they do that? Um, As far as I remember, I don't think so. For the most, for the most part, like we've like in my house has always been one of those things where they are very, they're very big on like blessing the house, making sure that the house is clean, good energy, all all that sorts of stuff. So in that sort, so in that sort of sense, I guess no, because they would never threaten. They would never threaten your well-being with, at least in my household, they never threatened my well-being with anything like negative coming into the house if they were clean, ghostly, if they, like ghostly that, yeah. if they were cleaning the house every few months or See, that's whatever. Another, that's another part of it too, because you know, again, with going back to the the, the people who were, were basically poor people, and they had this one thread. I'm that, poor? No, the people back then were very poor in these countries, and today they're still up. They're still poor. I'm still poor. You know, but the point I'm making is. They were they they could believe all this stuff together, and don't forget you you know the Hispanic community. You know I'm not to tell you two guys, but very very deep religious roots. Yeah, mm-hmm. very I, deep. I mean, from what you I know. from what I remember, um, I don't. It didn't happen in my house, but a story that I do remember or something that um, that they would try to scare people with is um, I think having a cross in front of your door mm-hmm. or like your bedroom door. To just well, that's that's in a lot of cultures because uh, our dad's mother, Mama, um, she had a cross almost nailed to every door, uh, every doorway, every three feet. Yeah, I, our, you, you guys know, Mama and Papa were very religious people. Yeah, yeah. and they had statues. They, you know, didn't fuck with uh, the church or anything. <laughs> they like didn't that. fuck with that shit. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't do anything like that. They, you know, so I, it goes again. The older. The more generations you go back, the more religious I believe you get. I mean, now not a lot of people. And there's a reason for that. Lack of technology as well. It's mm-hmm. the reason for that would be hope. Oh yeah, these people needed something. So you're telling us that the people on. today don't have hope? Well, I mean, I, I, I personally believe that every human being has something that they attach themselves with to mm-hmm. give themselves a sense of hope, so to give themselves a sense of way to to push themselves forward to not be so because in reality life is suffering buddha said it best life is suffering you're gonna have happy moments but it, it, overall you're gonna fucking suffer mm-hmm. so for the most part you just want something to at least tell yourself that it's gonna be better or at least something that's like and you a know, lot of people th- attach themselves to religion for that no yeah of course i mean every i feel like we're all we all attach ourselves to something just to i feel like that's what makes us human no i i, I agree with you well, I definitely had a different experience than him and most of what you guys said. So, <laughs> you know what? Well, you know what, Block? You could, you could, you could, you could be like half human. Well, no. See, again, he's the resident atheist in the booth. So, let, okay. Let's... First of all, I wasn't actually referring to that, even though I am. I, 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 I was referring I personally... more to growing up and being scared by like folklores and stuff like that, or to be disciplined by having or you know trying to be obedient by being scared. I never had any of that. Well, no, you wouldn't because you're an atheist, so you don't believe in anything. Well, no, I never had that because I actually got my ass beat when I was a bad boy. 
Oh, I uh, guess you that was a very tangible, real thing. <laughs> yeah, that was very real for me. I didn't need folklores to get my ass in check. I got my ass beat. You saw the chancleta and was just like, hey, perate, bro. Let me, let me like relax a little bit. Exactly. I could not have said it any better. Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I get that. Um, but I, I guess we'll go into our, uh, if you believe uh, the story or not, really. You have to drop your phone. Asshole. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, so, Dad, we'll start with you. Do you believe... In the uh, La Llorona or the crier. The re- the uh, you know, I, I want to say no, but there's just something about this story that is very intriguing to me. You know, that it's gone down in so many different countries and, uh, you know, into the parts of the United States. I'm not going to say that, yeah, I do believe there's a spirit that goes around to drown our kids. That story could be real. I, I just don't I, don't. I don't know what to think. I really don't. I want to say, that, you know, somewhere along the line, this had to have an origin somewhere. and Or it was just a group of people one night got together and they were going to control the children. You know, so I'm going to regrettably, I'm going to say, I no, I don't believe that uh, the crier is real. But I'll put an asterisk next asterisk next to that. All right, Mr. West. Uh, I'm going to hit y'all with a classic roadblock answer, and I'm on the fence about it. Because like how like how Pop said, it's it, do, it does originate from somewhere at some, at some given point. Yes, people could have fabricated the story or say that they saw it. But for the most part, every story that we've read and have seen has the few common elements where it's at night, it's by a body of water, and it's a woman asking where her children are in Spanish so I mean it can be but it can be real I'm not gonna deny it but based on the lack of evidence that we really have I can't say that it's not real so I'm on the fence about it all right Roblox I will say no I don't believe in La Llorona itself like that actual specific one. Um, I will say I do believe that there is a scenario where at one point a woman went crazy because her lover didn't want her anymore or cheated on her or something like that. And she went, you know, batshit crazy and killed her kids in a fit of rage. Like oh, I mean, I we've can, heard stories about that before, too. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like that, I believe in because that has happened from like yeah from like studies of like psychology past experience seeing those actual reports happen like i know that's something that can't happen i do believe in that and it is unfortunate that it would get to that point for anyone to be able to do that just simply because of thinking like you know those are your kids how can you do something like that so i mean that i say is real la llorona no i don't believe um as far as me, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I, I do believe it's real because, um, you know the, again it can be based on a, a a true story a true event that's happened and I believe if something like that has happened, that can disturb a person's spirit enough to where they have to be wandering or can be eternally doomed in purgatory. Um, that's what I'm saying. So that's, I I do believe, and I, like I said, I believe in ghosts. I believe in spirits as far as the whole, like, uh, you know, what you saw in the movie, 
uh, obviously that's all Hollywood drama. So I don't believe any of that shit happened or anything like that. But as far as people seeing this ghost near body of water, um, wailing for her kids, speaking in Spanish. Again, I don't know what the fuck her name is, Maria or anything like that. Like Maria, Maria. No. Maria, Maria. Um, so I, I do believe that there is a ghost out there that fits these descriptions. And I guess you can call it the the La Llorona um, because it, you know, obviously we haven't heard any, at least in the, all the stories we read tonight, it hasn't really hurt anybody. No. So I don't know if it's an e- evil spirit or anything like that. Now, obviously, you kill your kids and you're eternally doomed in purgatory like you would think it would be an evil spirit. But maybe this ghost is just trying yeah, but to that, find See, that's the whole thing that changes everything. I mean, you said it as you said it best when you were reading it as well. She regretted what she did mm. and then killed herself. So yeah. that, re- so, that regret could have built up and to just let her be in purgatory, not to keep cutting you off, Pops. No, 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 no. I'm, but my question to you is this. She's in purgatory. We've established that. But yet she's killed two children and herself. That's all... You know, major sins. You know, you kill yourself. They say you'll go right to hell. You killed two children. On top of that. You're going to purgatory? Fuck, I'm a shoe for heaven then. <laughs> if you really look at it that way, this, yeah, is, this is the consistency. I can see where me. you're going with that, but I'm trying to figure out, like, like what that meant. <laughs> I got it. Okay. I got well, it. Well, I mean, uh, hold on. On the, on the grand scheme of you want to take out a book and say, you'll see, venial sins, you'll have this. And, you know, murder is uh, 200,000 years. And, and killing two children, that's 500,000 years. Point is, she's not, if the story is she's in purgatory, then she just was an evil prick, uh, you know, when she was here. But she killed three, two people and herself. That's not purgatory bound. At, well, least, that, uh, at least going at it from the Abrahamic Christian way of looking at it. Exactly. This. Yeah, it also, I think it depends on where you're looking, how you view it, and maybe your origins. Because you could say with the religion involved, yeah, that that means she should be damned. But, you know, you can also have to consider, like, early, um, early American Hispanic families and stuff like that of what they viewed, if they were religious or not. Mm-hmm. Which is why the tale if you want to say originally probably didn't involve purgatory, that could have been more of like oh, the Northern states that mm-hmm. turned the story or folklore into that way, because that's how they viewed it. Right. Well, I, I could see that, but if that was the case now, granted we haven't read all of these stories that to deal with La Llorona. So we don't know at least any of the stories that have her attacking people or, Killing somebody or anything like that. Yeah. I remember what happened in Supernatural. Well, yeah, that's yes, that but was, that was TV. That was TV again. <laughs> yes. Hollywood, what Toronto Hollywood shit? Like, yeah. Um, so again, it's it's one of those things. So if if she obviously if you're she's being sent to hell, she would have to be an evil spirit because no good spirits are in hell. I, I guess if you believe all that. Um, so I, I would say if if she hasn't attacked anybody, she's not an evil spirit. She's not trying to do anybody harm. She's, she's wa- just trying to look for her kids. She's Again, a, she's a wandering. She's a wandering. Spirit. A wandering spirit that obviously, you know, hasn't at least hurt anybody in um, the stories we read tonight. And we only read a couple. Um, yeah, but- the, la- the last one where the guy said that it was it was in bed with her. That sound that that counted. That, that was a one- woman. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. That was that one kind of like. Mm, I don't know. That one 
made me think more of like shadow people type thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess we'll, that's where we'll wrap up this episode because we did go a little bit longer. But uh, just to give a shout out, I know um, we have debuted this weekend a our Exploring New Jersey episode, our first episode with all of us in it. That's a combination of Multimedia Mafia. Go check them out on Spotify and uh, our Is This Real cast. And that's on YouTube, our YouTube page at Green Hour Media. We have our greenhourmedia.org. Our website is up with our website merch. Please, people, go to greenhourmedia.org and go buy our merch. It's good merch. We have more merch coming. Uh, we definitely have more Multimedia Mafia merch coming out. Um and please go like and subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel. And uh, just remember, everybody, always question everything. Good night, everybody. Good night. Oh, yeah, to me. Good night, everybody. Konnichiwa, bitches. It's Ryu West speaking. If you want to find out more about the Is This Real podcast, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash isthisrealpc or on Twitter at isthisrealpc or on Instagram at isthisrealpodcast, all one word.